A week ago, I awoke. Mother? To find that my mother was missing, and she did not return. I'm presently on the way to collect my brothers, Mycroft and Sherlock. Yes, Sherlock Holmes, the famous detective, my genius brother. He will have all the answers. Enola. Where's your hat and your gloves? Well, I have a hat. Just makes my head itch. And I have no gloves. My God. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another film optics review brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I'm your host, Christian, and today we will be reviewing the latest Netflix original, Enola Holmes. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. How are you doing today, man? Uh, it is hello. It's almost here. Hello, uh, mate. Is, all, is that Enola? Enola? Uh, no. No, it's Sherlock. Is that you? I'm going to stop now. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Can't can't do it. <laughs> um, it's almost that's the weekend. Yeah. That's that's all that matters. One more day for me. <laughs> yeah, one more day for you. <laughs> me, and me who actually gets work done on a Friday, anyways? What are we? I mean, that is very true. That that's that's when all the slowness comes. You know, people are like, oh, everyone you know, just knows it's an unwritten rule. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's don't even contact normal. me. So I wanted to ask you really quick. So if you had a choice, would you rather have uh, every Friday off or every Monday off? Friday. Friday, really? Uh, maybe Monday, just because Fridays are pretty much already off. Yeah. I I would actually, I thought about Monday for the longest time. And yeah, I think I would agree because, I mean, you got to think about it, you know, like when you're coming into the, you know, to the workplace on Friday, everyone's already in a good mood because it's Friday. <laughs> so it's like in the day, this seems to kind of whiz by, but it's like Mondays, Ugh. Mondays, man, oh man, you feel like you never get enough done on a Sunday. So Ooh. yeah, I would definitely go with the Monday. <laughs> But uh, before we begin today's review, Devin, we would like, both of us, we would like to thank Netflix for allowing us to watch and review this film. This is our first embargo review um, we are doing for the podcast. So this is very exciting for both of us. We're getting professional. And we definitely, yeah, we're getting super professional. Take that, Disney. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sony. It's all your fault. Sony. It's always Sony's fault. <laughs> But, yes, uh, we do plan to do uh, more embargo reviews in the future um, as we get more established, of course. Uh, and before we begin today's uh, embargo review, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, um, iHeartRadio, wow, and Pandora. <laughs> Excuse me there. So this is how it's going to go, everyone. There's going to be no spoilers in this review since this is... An embargo review. We could talk about spoilers, but Millie would we're not nice approve. Guys. Millie would not approve, and Henry Cavill would definitely not. Approve. No, no, so. no. He would hunt us down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no. Um, you know, it's going to be spoiler free from here on out. Um, I'll read the synopsis really quick, and we'll kind of just uh, dive into our, uh, you know, our engaging thoughts about Enola Holmes. So the synopsis reads: When Enola Holmes. Um, Sherlock's teen sister discovers her mother missing. She's set off to find her, becoming a super sleuth in her own right as she outwits her famous brother and unravels a dangerous, uh, dangerous conspiracy. Sorry, 
around a mysterious young lord. Lord. So, yes. So the embargo date, technically, we're reviewing this prior, but embargo date is on September 7th at, I believe it's new, uh, it's either midnight Pacific time, 12 a.m. Pacific, but um, it comes to Netflix on September 23rd. Nice and so early. Time. Nice and early. Very nice and early. And, uh, of course, this film is directed by Harry Bradbeer and Anola Holmes. No. <laughs> um, so it's also actually produced by Millie Bobby Brown, Paige Brown, uh, Mary uh, Parent, and Alex Garcia, and written by Jack Thorne. So Millie Bobby Brown getting to the producer and, business. And Nancy Springer, who wrote the novel, apparently. Yeah. So, Devin... Devin, Devin, Devin. Did you like this movie? Did you think it was engaging? This is a, a tale of two halves here. <laughs> First half, I was I was very engaged. I was I always enjoy fourth wall breaks, no matter what it is. TV movies. That's why I love Fleabag so much. Just breaking that fourth wall, staring right at me, talking to me. I love it. And there was a lot of that in the first half. And it was entertaining. Millie like Bobby Brown is right in my living room. Exactly. <laughs> Even the trailer, you can just see her staring you down. She really was. <laughs> Through the entire movie. I was like, whoa. Yeah. All right, let's uh let's ease it up here. <laughs> I'm I'm always entertained by that, so that was probably my favorite part. And it kind of like eased off a little bit in the second half. They didn't do it as much. Um and there's also like a love story that <clears throat> I wasn't that fond of. I don't know what you thought about it. I thought it was kind yeah. of forced. Um, I I felt like it was very organic um, to a point because they didn't go all the way, I guess you can say. I'm trying to be very vague here, but uh, to go off what Devin says, um, I, like, I do enjoy fourth wall breaks myself and i i thought it was a charming movie all around i mean devin already knows i have a big big like soft spot like for like british films have, you, have you ever actors. disliked something british um yeah there was <laughs> oh my gosh i'm trying i i know i have but i'm trying to think what it was uh uh man uh, skins was really good and then we had Downton Abbey. That was also very, very good. The movie was even was fantastic as well. Um, actually, okay, so I would I I would kind of say The Crown. Like I like The Crown, but I guess that's not like really a. It's not a show for me, but I will say with this, you know, like it's, it's Sherlock Holmes. You know, everyone knows Sherlock and um his brother uh My minecraft, minecraft My holmes that's minecraft. all i kept hearing <laughs> minecraft yeah, holmes much. minecraft <laughs> minecraft yeah but lord um, dukesbury what a name looks dukesbury <laughs> but you know this movie it wasn't very you know like posh in a way like it had you know some of the Characters were very posh, especially, you know, the lords and ladies that you meet yeah, in this film. definitely some Dickinson vibes. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, of course, this is a period piece. Um, I, would, I would say, you know, what really kind of inspired me about this movie was the 
the theme of, you know, so Anola's <laughs> name spelled backwards is alone. So, you and know, Sherlock's spelled backwards is nothing. <laughs> I thought you were going to attempt it. Nope, not even going to try. <laughs> man, oh, man. But I, I really like how, you know, the, the overall message to me, or, or the inspiring message, I guess you can say, is that, you know, it, you, you, it's, it's about changing the world. And it's about, you know, getting your feet in the water a little bit, your feet in the mud to make a difference, make a mark on the world yourself and try to build, you know, for a better tomorrow. Because as we see throughout this film, there is a lot of um, inner t- turmoil within the um, England, uh, British government. So, you know, there's a lot of that going on as well. But it, it was it was a nice message of, you know, you don't like even though, you know, a, her name Anola is spelled alone backwards. She um she, she really finds her own way. I'll say that. Yeah. Despite so. being trying to <laughs> get put in a box by her brother and and other people right. in the school. Yeah. So I wanted to add, did you watch the trailer before this? Um, um what i think i think like, so yeah okay because i know sometimes it's i guess it's with comedies like i mean i i think i watched like major like most of the trailer but i kind of forgot what happened but i will say like i mean i i really like the fight scenes in this in this movie you know there's a little bit of action here or there and there, there is a lot of sentimental you know sense of fan like the importance of family in this film because you know you have like and this is coming from the trailer of course you know Anola didn't really know her brothers all that well because she was quite literally almost an infant you know when they were uh, maybe like in their teens so it's like you know you see in the trailer you know they, they walk like right past her and then she's like, oh, like she kind of just forgot that, yeah, they haven't seen me in like a really, really long time. And by the way, mom is missing. And, you know, when you're going through that, you a lot of things start to unravel. But I'm sorry if I keep talking. <laughs> was there anything like what what like I guess what captured you was like, was it the was it the fourth wall break oh, that yeah. kept you interested throughout the movie? Or was there anything else you wanted to kind of point out? Definitely the, the, the fourth wall there? break is what first captured me, um, got me interested, and then just Millie Bobby Brown being charming, as usual. Mm. She um, was really good. In I this. do wish there was more Henry Cavill. That would have been... Yeah. Made it, because you can never have enough Henry Cavill and stuff. <laughs> Even without yeah. the mustache, he's still, Even he's without still the just stash. as good. <laughs> he had those locked curls. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he like had a... a Going. I didn't know he could pull off Sherlock Holmes, but he had the look. I didn't know he could either. I thought he was too <laughs> jacked. <laughs> he looked jacked walking around. But yeah, um, between the chemistry of you know everyone, we have uh, we have actually uh, Bella Chicks of Strange, aka uh, the mom who plays. And oh, I forgot the IMDb link. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> um, the the lady who plays Bellatrix of Strange in Harry Potter. Helena she, Bonham Carter. Yes. Uh, she plays the mother of the Holmes children. And she has a bit course. of a small role, but she's important. 
Yeah, very small role, but very, very impactful, I would say. You know, she's, I mean, because the, the entire, you know, journey, you know, we have to find, like, she wants to find her mom. She wants to know what's going on. And, you know, it's, she she becomes a little bit of a, you know, it's it's a detective movie, right? So it's like, you, you kind of see the big shoes that Enola has to fill after, especially with uh, Sherlock, but... I wanted to mention, or actually you kind of already hit the nail on the head when it came to Henry Cavill. Um, he, he was good in this role, but I wish we got in a little bit more. Uh, Minecraft was amazing. You know, he was him being the essentially black sheep of the family, even though you may think it is Enola. It's, you know, you find his true nature throughout the entire film as well but yeah i wish we would have got a little bit more of henry cavill i wish we he would have had a little bit more lines as well you know what i mean yeah but he was he was he was good maybe, was maybe good a little more uh team up with with him and enola would have been yeah nice. he's kind of just yeah, chasing her the really whole nice. time yeah that yeah that's that's very true you know it's kind of like a cat and mouse cat and mouse situation <laughs> but um Oh, actually, no, we can't talk about that. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, if they were talking once, I'm like, oh, you got to take that out. But I wanted to talk really quick about the um, uh, the world building. I mean, you know, it's it, it is during a time of, you know, uh, you know, political term uh, turmoil. And I thought the set pieces were really nice, mm-hmm. especially, you know, with um, Enola being not mm, I guess you could say a bit of a tomboy, but you find the trials and tribulations that come with being a woman in that day and age because, you know, it was all corsets and, you know, women were essentially their, their only real goal in life was for breeding and to become a wife and to, you know, essentially please their husbands in whatever way, you know, they thought was necessary, but yeah, it, it really, it, 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 there's a lot of touches of feminism in this movie as well, which I really like, um, very empowering for, um, you know, the, uh, the younger, um, the, the little girls out there for sure. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to bring I, that up. I think <clears throat> this movie is not necessarily made for you and I, it's made more so for the younger, younger ladies out there yeah. looking for something different and interesting to watch. Right, like it wasn't kiddish, but like I mean, the production value was, I mean, it was it was up there. <laughs> I was like, I felt like you know, th- there's like there's like a Netflix movie, you know, like Extraction or um, the Old Guard, but like this felt like I mean, I would have just wanted to go see this in theaters. Honestly, I mean, I thought the production value was you know way up there. I mean, the cast was stacked, and we're back. <laughs> we lost Devin there for a second. We everyone. back. We're back. You decided to you like you like the the freedom that a wireless headset brings you versus it's freedom a, until it dies. A reliable, resourceful, nice uh, wired headset there. But yeah, I think we left off around uh, you know where uh, what audience uh, you think this movie will definitely connect to. It will definitely be we kind of covered like the younger audience, yeah, especially young, young adult, the, female. Yeah. Yeah, females for sure. You're good to go. Absolutely. Um, so I guess between so like, w- would you say that like you would you connected more with 
Millie Bobby Brown's character over anyone else's. I mean, she pretty much kind of cared. Yeah, it's hard not to. Yeah. Like, she did, like like I said, a fantastic job. Like I mean, Henry, Henry Cavill was good, but, you know, he's kind of taking a bit of a backseat. This was definitely Millie's time to uh, shine in this movie. And, I mean, she hasn't technically had a bad role yet. I mean, if you want to count Godzilla. Godzilla wasn't great. I mean, the movie wasn't great, but, I mean, again, Godzilla. And she did a lot of yelling. She did. <laughs> again, we watched Godzilla for the monsters. For yeah. the kaiju battles. It's all there. <laughs> True. Yes. But um, I would definitely say, uh, given our current state of the world, um, and I'll ask you this as well. Um, well, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you first. So do you think this film brought like kind of like good vibes, good feelings, given the current state of our world? Um, for as the a most part. Of watching this for movie? the most part, yeah. But there was... A point where it gets like weirdly dark, literally and like <laughs> <Yeah>. figuratively. <laughs> like, oh, yep. A couple okay. scenes, I was just like, oh, sorry about did, that. <laughs> did the um, did the movie rating go up a little bit? <laughs> like, most of it was pretty PG, and then it, they really went yeah. for the thirteen rating. They literally just like kicked it into high gear. It's like, oh, okay, we're. It was doing it this. was strange. It was strange. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Literally and figuratively dark. Yeah, kind of reminded me of Game of Thrones. Well, for those who didn't have a uh, more up-to-date TV, like a lot of people were complaining about Game of Thrones, the Long Night episode, saying that they couldn't see anything. It's like, well, if you don't have like a QLED or like a LED TV, you weren't seeing anything. Like I saw it just fine on mine, and I was confused as to why people were saying you know, like you can't really see anything, but yeah, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. It it literally takes a dark turn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> man, oh man. But yes, overall, um, I I think this is a movie that will bring you know good feelings, good vibes to people uh, who do watch it as as a result of watching the movie. I could say, but if you were a physical collector, Devin, if you weren't. <laughs> Would this movie go into your library? Not your Netflix library, your physical library. Um, I don't really see the point in buying a Netflix movie, but <laughs> what? Uh, I'll, I the I'll first let you two, answer that. I have the first two seasons of Stranger Things on uh, physical. I do. I, I just don't get it. Unless you think it's going to leave Netflix somehow. I hey man, never underestimate these companies. <laughs> they, they've never lost something that they've made. Like, that's Netflix just... has not. They've canceled a lot of things, but they've never taken anything off. Not that I can remember. No. That is one thing I like about the service. Even though, you know, you can watch up to three seasons of Daredevil, but it's not. Go- well, Daredevil might go away. Well, I don't know if that how all that works. It, that those seasons might stay there. Or, you know, Disney might just take them and pump it onto Hulu. <laughs> because why not? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a no for you. <laughs> would you? Um, I would. Um, I would, for sure. I, I really did enjoy the story, and I, I would definitely watch this movie again. Um, obviously, you know, us watching it, now, like I didn't like I didn't feel like super super rushed, but 
it was like two hours and like two hours is fine for a movie but there there is a lot going on in this movie there's a lot to keep track of you know this is a mystery like a, a, a mystery movie so you know it's, it's it's not like a ryan johnson who done it type of film oh i'm so sorry man oh man my macbook's going all over the place today <laughs> But it, it definitely is a mystery no, uh, mystery novel uh, type feel, and yeah, I, I I would definitely keep it. If not for me, for whatever future family I might have, <laughs> I don't know. Sure, sure, I don't know. But yeah, I I, I would definitely do. It. I, I I would definitely own it for sure. If anything, just for Millie Bobby Brown's performance in this movie. So, cool. You ready to get into scores really quick? Yeah. So out of an, a million Anolas, what would you give this film? Uh, I'm feeling feeling a, a solid 60. I felt like you were going to go 60. It just it's a, it's, a, it's a 60. Like it wasn't really made for me, but I can yeah. see what they were going for. Mm. It's it's quality quality well made all around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It feels right. I feel it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you ten go ten up. I'm I'm gonna give it a seventy, just because um I do feel like it was a bit too long. If it was like, and not around like an yeah, hour, yeah, they could cut a half hour. That would have been peachy. Yeah. Yes, but like I said, there was a lot going on, and I didn't know where it was going. You know, it kept, it kept me guessing the entire time, because you know, like I said, there's a lot going on in this movie, so I'm going to shut up now. Um, <laughs> so we don't break that uh, that vow. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely give it a watch if you enjoy Millie Bobby Brown or Sherlock Holmes or Henry Cavill. If you like the trailer. Or if you like British actors. They're all there. Because yeah, it's, it's all of them. All of them in one movie. Or if you like period pieces, it's in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. So, yeah, that pretty much does it for our first ever Embargo review for Netflix. We love you, Netflix. Thank you again for letting us watch this film early. And what was I going to say? Man. Oh, sorry. (laughs) That concludes it all. Um, So what we're going to do. So we were talking about watching Mulan, but we found out that it's coming to Disney Plus for free. Three months. In three months in December, so I think we're just going to push that review on back Yeah. until then. There's no rush, because we got the boys coming out. The boys will will be here by the time that you hear this review, so the boys is out. First three episodes. The boys, they're back and better than ever. So, we also, I believe, we will be also doing a embargo review for HBO Max's Unpregnant. So that'll be a lot of Yes, and I also saw that next week is when the the Babysitter sequel comes out. Oh, oh, we got it. Ooh, Devin. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Re- I'm intrigued as well. I'm, I'm very interested. It's, it's tomorrow. First one was very quality. It was. It took a very dark turn. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, it's more of a slasher film, but it there was a lot of things in that movie that I did not expect to happen at all. But uh, if you have watched Tenet, definitely check out our spoiler-free review there. 
and we will have a spoiler-free review of Unpregnant as well. And, of course, we have, by this time of you listening to this, we have our new show that came out on Friday, this past Friday, on the 4th, the Day of the Boys, the Day of the Boys. So we got that. We got a lot of other things you're going to be keeping track of. Halloween is coming up closer than we think, so we definitely might be reviewing some more uh, thrillers, suspense, some spooky content there for everyone. So, yeah, I'm going to stop talking again really, really quick. Leave us a like and rating on iTunes. It really, really help us out. And, of course, make sure to look at all the other drive-in podcasts, um, podcasts, (laughs) the other shows on the drive-in podcast network. We got movies, we got sports, we got us, we got music, we got commentaries, we got it all. So it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing, definitely. I'll leave a link to that in the description below. Again, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, Red Circle, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and tune in. And that was Devin, and my name is Christian, and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.